And the CFL is, to me, it's really important to not just this city and this province, but this country. And, you know, growing up, if you're of a certain age, it was big, it was huge. And, okay, I mean, we may not get back to those days of glory, but it's always been a really important part of the community. And um, I think there's some some questions. And this is the latest development around the Edmonton Elks that have had a really tough go. I mean, they haven't won at home in, I think, 22 games now. Um, they did look better last time out. They finally made some changes in terms of, you know, the coaching staff and uh, player personnel. And now they make one in the head office as President and CEO Victor Kui and the club mutually agree to part ways um, effective immediately. Club says, we thank Victor for his work during this time. It was a difficult decision for everyone involved, but as a board, we feel it's in the best interests. Uh, Victor Quee says, I've made the difficult decision to step back from the club and focus on my family. Despite their current record, I have full confidence that the positives we're starting to see on the field will lead to success moving forward. Okay, so what does this mean for a club that's really looking for for a win, literally and figuratively. Let's check in with uh, Brendan Escott now, who is part of the broadcast team on 630 Ched in Edmonton that covers the Elks. Brendan, thanks for joining us. Appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Shay. It's obviously been a, a bit of a whirlwind in the last, say, I don't know, 18 hours or so as, as uh, rumors of this started yeah. to trickle to the surface. Do you think, um, I mean, I, there's been all kinds of different um, suggestions for the club, if you will. You need to do this, you need to do that. Where do you think this fit into that? Is, is Victor Kui the problem, do you think? was he? Is this the decision that will turn things around? Well, I think that they're looking for solutions in just about any area that they can find them. This one, to me, is one that, in a more typical sense, you're, you're going to see an organization make it the off-season, I think, so yeah. as to not have uh, the distraction or, or what have you. But we also haven't seen the, the lack of success that this team has had um, since the 19... It was September of 1963 to September of 1964, last time we've lost 13 consecutive games. So, um, you know, the next loss theoretically could put them in standing as uh, this is the worst run in Elks history. So, to me, when you change the quarterback and you change the offensive coordinator... That resets the clock a little bit. Um, I'm wondering, say, what else was going on? What kind of workplace environment uh, there may have been here that could have accelerated this process up from a decision they would have made in the offseason to now something that they decided was pertinent here in the middle of the season. And I suspect we'll find that out when they uh, speak a little bit later on today with Tom Richards. Yeah, we are expecting a news conference coming at 1 o'clock, right, Brendan? That's the plan? Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it should be carrying it live through Oilers now there. Uh, in terms of Victor Quee, he was a guy, and I think his focus, and I, I'm wondering if you know in terms of how this breaks down in terms of the operation of the club. He was really fan-focused, it seemed to me, and there was a lot of talk about getting fans in the building and doing things for the fans and stuff like that. I mean, I went to a couple of games this year. The fan experience wasn't that bad, Brendan. It really was actually a pretty nice night. Yeah, it's, you know, he drew a lot of praise from the time that he took over, really, and frankly, a lot of comparison as well to uh, Amar Doman in BC, and Doman being the private owner out there, Quee working with a, a bit of a different deck of cards, of course, with a publicly owned team here, and so yeah. there was, you know, different things that he and constraints that he had to work with, but there was a lot of, um, you know, renewed optimism, I think, for a struggling franchise when he came in and, and was, you know, he's a little bombastic, right, Jay? Yeah. He's yeah. not afraid to, to, to hang his opinion out there online, and I think people really respected that. They could see and, and, and his passion really resonated. So, 
you know, you could see in the eagerness and um, and that sort of thing when they're they have the season opener, for example, and they got over thirty thousand yeah. fans here, which I guess was a sort of a mainstay at one time, but certainly something to rally around in this day and age. So I think you know his heart was in the right place for a long time, but any team right now, I get the sense, is going to struggle uh, in the modern day of the CFL, and, and that's. You know, even if a team's having success on the field and, and you're having one here where it's, you know, the storylines are just reading so poorly, say, yeah. I don't know what would have been an easy position for anybody right nope. now. But again, I say, I, I wonder what else has um, maybe matriculated behind the scenes to accelerate a process because public opinion, for the most part, that I could see was was really positive and, and people felt like this was an opportunity to grow maybe from you know a difficult spot, but the, uh, I think there was a lot of belief that this guy was the right guy to help lead the charge out of it. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I, that's sort of the impression that I got, Brendan, and I think, you know, there was a lot of things happening around the team. The, the product on the field is an entirely different situation. We can talk about those things a million different times, but, but, but going forward, I mean, I, we're not, like you say, this will be an off-season adjustment now to try and, I mean, this season seems to be behind us. This will be an off-season, get somebody new in and, and try and go forward from there, do you think? I suspect we'll see a familiar interim uh, replacement yeah, exactly. named, and and we'll, we'll we'll sort of, you know, try and just ground things right now. There's so much instability around yep. the franchise, yep. and and I think that everybody just needs a minute or two to exhale here. So, um, you know, put in a stopgap that's going to have a familiarity with the organization, the community, that sort of thing. I think that's really important. And then give yourself as much time as you need to make the right decision moving forward. And and obviously, as I say. That's the, you know you want to have the right catalog of people. Sometimes that's not always available available to you in the middle of of a sporting season. So um, yeah, I would I would expect some that by the end of today we will have a familiar name in place, whether it's a name more associated with BC that we're thinking of, or maybe a name mm. that's a little closer to home. Okay, lots to watch, uh, Brennan. Thanks for the update. Thanks for the insight. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Shay. Appreciate it.